Not let's just pray, but let's pray. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing here at St. Andrews. We are so grateful, Lord, that we can just come together tonight and be with you. For, Lord, you said in your word, wherever two or more are gathered in your name, that you would be there in the midst of them. So we acknowledge your presence tonight. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, we welcome you anew in our hearts today, Lord. We welcome you to come and be Lord. And Lord, I say, let your kingdom come crashing in on us tonight. Let your will be done in our lives tonight. And let us feel it. Lord, come and change us, transform us. We don't want to leave the same way we came. We ask you to come and burn and baptize us with fire tonight, Lord. Lord, come and burn out anything that's not of you and come and consume everything that is of you. Let your holy fire burning us. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come and fan the flames that are already burning in each one of us that we may burn for you and that your name would be glorified, Lord. Lord, if anyone here needs healing in their spirit, their soul, or their body, Lord, I ask you for it tonight. Let them be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And so I've kind of just been asking the Lord, like, what? Lord, what do you want to do? What, what is it you want to do tonight? And I've, I've had, like, several different messages just in my head, and, and so we'll just see what comes out. Um, <laughs> just never know. Um, I'm just going to ask him uh, to lead us tonight in that you would hear a word that's tailor-made for you, for whatever you're going through in your life, in your walk with the Lord, that you would hear Holy Spirit speak to you and give you revelation and give you insight to where you are and what he wants to do. And I really feel like the Lord wants to take us deeper. Wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, the Lord is saying, come up higher. Because he has so much more he wants to show you and he wants to give you. That he doesn't want you to settle for where you are. Because a lot of times we just settle. Especially for those, how many of you have been saved for more than 10 years? 15 years, 20 years, the Lord is out for you tonight. He's out for you tonight. Because really, those of us who have been saved for more than 20 years, we should be pouring into a young person. We should be pouring in. There should be somebody on your coattail saying, tell me about the God you serve. Tell me about this lifestyle you live. And sometimes we need to be reminded that there's always somebody watching you. And when I coach, I coach girls basketball for a number of years, I used to always tell my players, I was like, somebody's always watching you, whether you want them to or not. 
Somebody's watching you. And they're watching every little thing. And you might not think somebody, not, but, but your life is a witness. Your lifestyle is a witness. And so I want to read, and just my disclaimer has always been, I am not Bishop Ron. I'm Pastor Lisa, so I'm just going to teach and speak the way I know how to do it. He's the big, you know, PhD in theology, and so he can come back and correct anything I mess up. So have faith. You're in good hands. Um, I'm not sheepish or afraid to have him come and correct me and say, you know that thing that Pastor Lisa said? Well, she got that all wrong, but it's okay. Uh, So I want to start off reading in Galatians tonight. Galatians 6, 6. It says, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are in the household of faith. And so I I really was hearing that be not weary in well-doing. That if you don't quit, you will reap a reward. And I believe that reward is Jesus. That you will reap a reward. And I believe we have received the reward. But sometimes we forget That we have Jesus on the inside of us. Abiding in us. And so um, I want to go to Revelations And I just want to read this section in Revelations. It says, behold, this is Jesus talking. He said, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And so I think that's interesting that the Lord says he's standing at the door. So if you would imagine the Lord standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking. And he's wanting to come in tonight. 
at a deeper level. He's wanting to come in and abide with you tonight more than he's ever done before. He wants to come in further than you've ever let him before. Because, you know, we all have those dark corners in our heart that we just, we've, some of us have just closed them off. And we don't give anybody access because it's too painful. Especially if we've been hurt, we just cut that part off like, no one will get that close to me again. No one will have that access again. I'm going to protect that part of me. Because it's too painful. Because it hurts too much. But the Lord's way is, when we get hurt, is to keep our heart open. Someone, I was at a retreat this past weekend, and they asked me, um, what was the Lord doing to me? And I said, I'm, the Lord is taking me to this place where he's teaching me to keep my heart open, even when it hurts. Even when someone betrays me. That I don't get to just cut it off. Because I want my flesh says cut it off. Or cut them off. Have nothing to do with them. But the Lord says, I want you to walk in love. I want you to allow it to hurt so good. Not that we become doormats, but that we walk in the love of the Lord. Because the world expects us to just cut them off. Especially those people y'all work with in the workplace. They, they expect you, you know, they expect to do underhanded stuff and, and treat you, you know, especially if you, you claim to be a Christian. So they expect you to come in with an attitude. Or they're waiting to see so that they can point the finger and say, aha, you're no better than us. And the Lord is saying, no, walk, keep your heart open. So that when we open our hearts to the Lord and we allow him to come in, that his healing continually takes place. That we heal quickly. That our hearts heal quickly. Because he says, I'll give you a new heart for your stony heart. He says, my mercies are new every morning. So I believe as we begin to open our hearts every day to the Lord, that we receive the Lord's salvation every day. That we acknowledge every day that he is king of kings and lord of lords of our life. And that he abides in us and we abide in him. One of my favorites is the John 15 when he, he goes on. Jesus says that if you abide in me and I abide in you. You can ask anything, and it will be done to you because it will glorify my Father. Any of, any of us got to that place yet where you can ask anything? You're in that anything place? I haven't gotten there yet. But that's a reward. That's a promise that the Lord has given us. Just like he gave it to his disciples. He said, that's my promise to you. If you abide in me. And so that's why we as Christians, we have to fight this place of complacency. Of being satisfied with where we are. 
with the Lord, being satisfied with just coming. Look at me, I came to church on a Thursday night in the summer. I'm a bad Christian, or a good Christian, however you want to say it. Um, and so we get satisfied. Because I went to church and I had hands laid on me and the bishop pronounced the blessing over me. I'm good. And the Lord is saying, no, come up higher. Because I want you to come into that abiding place with me. Where he said, let's look at it. John 15. It's a beautiful promise that we have of abiding in him. It starts off, he says that my father is the gardener. He starts talking about we're, us, we're to bear good fruit. And if you don't bear good fruit, he'll cut you off. That the Lord prunes us. Do you know it gives God pleasure to prune you? To cut some things away? That's what happens when you begin to spend time with the Lord. Some cutting begins to happen in your heart. He begins to cut some stuff away. And sometimes we don't want that. Not sometimes. We never want it. Because it's painful. Because our brain is designed to protect us from pain. And that's why people pay thousands, hundreds and thousands of dollars to hire personal coaches. To help them lose weight, to help them run, to help them make money. Uh, it's, it's just a... Uh, it's a moneymaker that everybody wants a personal coach. Whatever they're going through, because our brain is designed to keep us from pain. And discipline means pain. So when we know in our life that, especially in the Western world, that we need more discipline, we're like, let me go hire a personal trainer. Let me go hire a life coach, because I can't do it myself. And the Lord is saying, I gave you Holy Spirit. If you would just abide. And that's the whole overcoming of this Christian walk is the Lord has given us himself. He's given us Holy Spirit that is going to teach us all things and that's going to lead us into all truth. But somehow we manage to allow the enemy to trick us, trick us to becoming satisfied where we are. Like, I'm good. How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm going to start saying, I'm not satisfied. I want more. I want more of God. I want more of his power. I want more of this abiding lifestyle that I'm supposed to have. That I can get to this place where I can ask anything and it'll be done. Because what happens is when you become into that abiding place with the Lord, you're only going to ask what he wants. 
That's like Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father do. That's that place of abiding. I'm only going to pray what I hear the Father pray. And so I want to go with... um, Okay, we'll start in 15, John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Did y'all hear that? For without me, Jesus, you can do nothing. Yet we still try to do stuff in our own strength. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them up and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. And that's the promise. That if we abide in him and his word abides in us, we can ask what we desire. God's not trying to keep us from stuff. He's trying to get you to that everlasting place. So go, I'm going to go a little bit further down. It says in 9, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And this is where I want to get to 11. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. That my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. That's a promise. That God wants us to have joy. So you might want to check your joy meter. You know, sometimes we have to do some self-examinations. And you might want to check your joy meter. Because if your joy meter is low, what that means is your abiding time is low. What What are you abiding in? And so one of, the, one of the big things that they're doing now with, with, with all this coaching that I talked about is, what is your why? When you step into all this, these new pyramid and, and money marketing schemes, they always want to know, what is your why? You want to lose 25 pounds, why? You want to work out, why? And they always want you to go back to your why. So I want to ask you that tonight. Why are you here? 
And some of y'all are like, because I thought Bishop was going to be here and he's going to pray for me. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> but what is your why? And some of you is because I baked this pie and I wanted to give it to so-and-so. Or I had this thing and I wanted to give it to so-and-so and they didn't show up tonight. And they're supposed to be here. Why are you here? What is your why? Only you can answer that. You and the Lord. Some of you are here because, well, if I wasn't here, I'd probably be somewhere sinning. Not saying everybody that's not here is sinning, Bishop. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I had to put that in there for Bishop. I just met with him and, and we were talking about sin and just living a holy lifestyle and, and just listening to his heart about him just wanting more of God and wanting a move of God for St. Andrews and for Gainesville and for the U.S. and just hearing his heart's cry for the Lord is um, just awesome for a man of God. And sometimes we don't realize how blessed we are in a place to have leaders that, that want to see you succeed, that want to see you have more of God, that want to see you hunger and thirst for the things of God. Um, that's willing to just open up and, and say, Lord, do whatever you need to do. But the Lord wants us to come up higher. He's wanting you to open the door. He's, he's standing at the door and he's knocking tonight. And he wants to come all the way in. Further than you've allowed him to come before. He wants you to experience more of his presence. He wants to set you on fire tonight all over again. He wants to restore your joy. You know it brings the Lord joy for us to have joy. He's glorified when we have joy. So if you would, I want to pray for us tonight that the Lord would just release the oil of gladness in this place. So if you would want to receive that prayer, I'm just going to ask you to stand up as I close out. He said, these things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. So I'm going to pray that the Lord just comes and fills you with his joy, that your joy may be full. So Lord, we ask you tonight to come and glorify your name. Lord, we repent in any place, Lord, where we chose to abide in something besides you. And so, Lord, we ask you to reconnect us with your throne.
in any place where we've been disconnected, Lord, we ask you to reconnect us with your throne, spirit, soul, and body. Lord, I ask you for the spirit of wisdom to be poured out in this place and understanding. And for the spirit of counsel and might. And Lord, I ask you to pour out your joy tonight. I ask you, Lord, to release the all of gladness to each person tonight. I bind all sadness, heaviness, and grief in the mighty name of Jesus. And I loose you from your assignment against the people of God right now. All disappointment, I bind you and loose you from your assignment right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so Lord I ask you to release the all of gladness in this place. I command all heaviness to lift up off of each person right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord in any place where your people have been tethered down. I ask you to come and cut them completely free in the mighty name of the true Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in any place where they've been tethered down by sin, by unforgiveness, I ask you to release them. If there's anyone that you need to forgive tonight, just go ahead and do it. That you may be released. Lord, I ask you to come and fill us with joy tonight. Let joy bubble up out of our bellies. Lord, you said that we had streams of living waters in our belly, Lord. So any place, Lord, where we've become dammed up, Lord, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come and do the work. I ask you to come and release us right now in the mighty name of the true Lord Jesus Christ. That the living waters will flow again. That the living waters, Lord, your living waters will flow through us again. Lord, come and awaken our spirits. In any place where we've been lured to sleep. Lord, I ask you to come and awaken our spirits to your spirit. That we may sow to the spirit and not the flesh, Lord. Lord, come and help us. Teach us, Holy Spirit, how to abide in Jesus. Lead us into all truth like the Lord has promised us. And Lord, you said in your word, if we be not weary and well-doing, and if we don't quit, we will reap a reward. So Lord, even now, Lord, I ask you to release your reward. Your reward of joy, your reward of peace, Lord. Lord, I ask you to stir up the gift of God in us and stir up all the fruits of the Spirit, Lord, in us. 
that we may bear much fruit. So that the Father may be glorified. Lord, in this, we bless your holy name and we thank you for it in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Now, if you would like to...